Welcome to the Work Hard, Play Hard podcast. My name is Rob Murgatroyd, and I am a former doctor turned lifestyle entrepreneur. Each week, I interview some of the best minds on the planet on the science of achievement and the art of fulfillment. Today's episode is a mini-sode that we call Friday with the Wife. In these mini-sodes, my wife Kim and I deconstruct the strategies that we've developed over the last decade to not only grow personally, but to turn our struggles into lessons and create fulfillment in all areas of our lives. Excuses are over. It's time to live. Let's dig into today's topic. All right, before we jump into this episode, I want to invite you to be considered for my Work Hard, Play Hard Mastermind by completing an application at workhardplayhardmastermind.com. So this mastermind is not like any mastermind you may have been to or heard of, I promise you. This mastermind is for six to seven figure entrepreneurs that are working too damn much and aren't taking the time to have amazing experiences around the world with an incredible tribe of people. So every 100 days or so, I drop you into new experiences that are specifically designed to elevate your thinking, to give you new ideas. Look, you get your best ideas not staring at a computer. And actually, this is the way high-level people really collaborate with each other. They do it over a glass of champagne, watching the sunset in the south of France. So if you are ready to do some fun stuff around the world and really, really want to level up your tribe in one shot, fill out an application at workhardplayhardmastermind.com. We'll jump on a call and we'll see if it's a good fit. All right, let's jump into today's episode. Creme brulee, brulee, grateful AF. How are you? I am better than I am. I'm grateful AF. I'm probably better than you are. Yeah. Well, listen, we have uh, we have an audience here, and uh, are you sure? They have been very, very, very excited based upon the letters I've been receiving. Letters in the mail. Yes, that doesn't exist. About the uh, the the current state of affairs in the uh, the the uh, the Kim and Rob Murgatroyd household. So yeah, we've gotten a lot of really great feedback over the last couple of podcasts. And so I'm loving it. Keep it coming. Keep it coming. So, okay. Let's, because when you talk into a microphone, like- You don't know. You if, don't know if anyone's listening you know on the you other You know what end. it's like? It's like um, if you're, I was listening to Joe Rogan's podcast the other day and he was, he was saying like, there's- you know, like right now there are DJs that are doing DJ sets in their kitchen and people are listening to it. That's fine. You know, they don't really, you know, necessarily need an audience. They no, can do it. You were it, a DJ. You like to feel the crowd. You like to feel the crowd, but yeah. it still can come across and be a good set, right? Yeah. People can like it. With a comedian, when you're looking for instantaneous feedback yeah. and you've got a camera in front of you and you don't know whether a joke is landing, it's very, very difficult to make it work. So that's basically your life. Yeah, and, and Because you never know if your joke is going to land. I never know if it's going to land. But um, bump What are we talking about today? So today we're going to talk about the pivot, right? The let's Let's call it the art of the pivot. Okay. And I think that's something that everybody can use and it can be used in multiple different areas. So the last, God, forever feels like forever. So for basically the year of 2020, there has been a lot of things thrown at everybody, right? Like first we have a pandemic and then we have 
I don't even know. I feel like there's been something every month right now. There's like dual hurricanes coming at Florida. Riots. Riots. I mean, it's like everything. Schools close, businesses crashing, all the things. And you kind of have two ways of, of dealing with these things. You either curl in a ball and complain and hide and live in fear, or you pivot. And we obviously choose to pivot. We try to choose to pivot. I'm not going to say I haven't been in a ball, curled up somewhere at some point during the last six months, but we definitely lean into the pivot. And so today I thought we would talk about kind of the art of the pivot and give some examples and kind of where we went with this. So, you know, Rob does these work hard, play hard experiences, which are travel-related experiences around the world. And live. And live. And in groups. And you can't do them virtually. So you can't go to a country, you can't go to a group, and you can't get on an airplane, basically. So talk about a massive pivot. And we are not allowed to travel anywhere, basically, in the world without um, swabbing you or 14-day quarantining once you get there. By the way, lesson here, have multiple businesses because when one mm-hmm. gets pandemicized, the <laughs> other one can grow. And and you know, in that that let's talk about that too in a second. So that's a, that'll be the second thing. But the first pivot I want to talk about is, you know, look, the work hard play hard experiences are a a big one of our streams of income and it's a good one. And we also have people that have paid for these experiences, would like to go on these experiences and have all been incredibly wonderful about the fact that no one can go anywhere. So we had Mykonos canceled and now we're coming up on what should be Marrakesh. And we thought it was going to happen because the country was opening back up and then that door closed. (laughs) And so we could have just scrapped the year and said, F it, it's not going to happen. But we decided to pivot to the only place that we can freely travel, which is Mexico. And I actually learned that there is one other place right now, but it's not the right one, and it's Croatia. Okay, well, there's also Serbia. No. So, oh, no, we had to quarantine. You, you get a quarantine when you come back. Yeah. So well, I think right now Croatia, there's two, Croatia. Yeah, but Croatia, technically, you're supposed to quarantine, but no one's checking up on you. Oh, but is that right? Yeah, you're supposed to quarantine. Okay. So anywho, so we're going to Mexico. And you know, Viva Mexico. It's really, really difficult. Mexico is like spring break. It's the weekend getaway to the US. It's not really like this destination that would typically be in the work hard, play hard experience, but we are going. And Rob has figured out a way to make it an experience that no one has ever had in. Mexico before. All right. So let me qualify this. The people who come on our work hard, play hard experiences are people that are not short on, what's the word I want to use? Um, There's a level of, sophistication sounds snotty. There's a level of, they've experienced a lot of things in the world, right? They've been, they've traveled. Some have, some haven't, but they've definitely experienced Mexico. Right. And why they join this is because they want to step into an experience that they haven't experienced and do something completely different, which is why we chose Marrakesh, because it's not a destination that people are going to go to, but it's also not, you're going to make you feel like, whoa, this is so far out of my box. I it's can't, perfect. like, it's a perfect, like, you know, out of your box thing. So, you know, 
obviously one of the fears I had with having to change this was, you know, here I am, I'm faced with the situation of, you know, people saying like, you know, I signed up for something different and, and I wanted to stretch myself and be in a different area. But the reality is I, I, I literally can't do it because the countries are closed. So, you know, my back is, you know, quite literally against the wall. And so when we came up with the idea for Cabo, we're like, yeah, but people have been there before. And it forced us to ask very different questions and say- Insert stupid idea time. Insert stupid idea time and say, okay, so if we were to take a destination that people you know, largely have been to or have been to their sister cousin Cancun version, right? And they, they get like the Mexico vibe. They may not have been to Cabo, but they kind of been somewhere around Mexico. And they're going, look, I'm paying all this money and I'm going, you know, to this place. I thought, well, what if, what if we created it completely different than anybody else has ever done before? So I did some research. And I was able to find the hotel that Michael Jordan stayed at. He rented the entire hotel. And I was able to hunt down and find his planner. So we call it in the business, the fixer. I was able to find him who was able to put together an experiences for Michael Jordan and his friends. And so Rob now, so next week we're going to fly down and, and dig through and sort and pivot and make this the most incredible trip that anyone has ever had and in in Cabo. And I think the the point of the pivot, this is not to tell you about what we're going to do. The point is we could have easily scrapped this shit and said, we're done. And nobody would have been mad at me. And no one would have been mad. But because he's passionate about what he's doing and people right now need a break more than ever we're going all in on it and we're going above and beyond. Well, I want to highlight what you just said because what we're doing is on Sunday, next Sunday, a week, uh, we're recording this on Sunday, but a week from... A week from today, we are flying to Cabo for four days. We're not flying to Cabo for four days to play and have fun. We're flying to Cabo for four days to dig into all of the different experiences that I'm going to be putting on the itinerary so that I make sure that it's not just an experience for you know, it's it's not just an average event. It's fucking unbelievable. And every single detail I'm going to do. So in my mind, I wanted to, are you ready to talk about mindset? Because I wanted to talk about that. Yeah, go for it. All right. So it is very, very easy for me right now to go back into where I was. I had this paradigm in my mind about Marrakesh and we're going to be riding camels and we're going to be going through the desert and it's going to be a country that nobody's been to before. And now looking at Cabo and going, okay, that ship has sailed. That that pivot is now being pivoted. Okay. It's gone. It's over. Lose the story. Forget the story. Now your job is to step into the new idea embrace the new idea, but not just embrace the new idea, crush the new idea to the point where you say, this is going to be better than any trip I've ever done before. So in doing that, to give you an example, this doesn't make a whole lot of logical sense, but I'm flying the videographers in from Paris to come to Cabo to film it because I could just as easily say, no, I'm not going to do it, but I know what they're going to do. And I want the 
I want the pressure on me to deliver something that is worthy of photographers and videographers that are flying in from Paris. I want the group to know that I'm serious about this. I'm not dumping them into a resort and they're going like, I'm just going to be sitting on the beach. This is going to be something that they've never experienced before. So the reason why I'm saying it this way is when you have to pivot, it generally is not your choice. It's generally like, fuck, something happened and I got to change it. The moment you let go of the old story pre-pivot and move into the new story post-pivot and embrace the new story to the point where everything is going to work out exactly the way it's supposed to and it's going to be even better and only talk about how amazing and incredible it's going to be. I think that is the lesson here because we're not put on this planet, I don't believe, for everything to just work perfectly. Part of our growth is in challenges. And well, that's the only actual time you do grow. I'm you don't kick, grow. I'm kicking and screaming a lot about the challenges, but I'm learning now that when there's a pivot to go, fuck it, we're all in, let's do it. And this is so, you know, we keep saying everything is always working out for us. This probably is the plan because something is going to come out of this that's going to be better than it was before. And everything is happening exactly the way it's supposed to. We're listening and being guided by the nudge. This is what Stupid Idea Time is all about. It is about rethinking your plan. It is about going all in on blue sky thinking. It's about limitless possibility. Scrapping it and starting again. It's about scrapping it and starting again. It's like we talked about, you know, Sophia and education. And look, I could easily easily just say, you know what? I'm going to do this virtual thing. And then when kids go back to school, we'll just figure it out. She'll, she'll go back to school. I could, but the, my gut is telling me that's not the path I'm taking. And so I'm rethinking what education can look like. Rob is rethinking what these experiences will look like. And here's the lesson that I think you're going to learn, Rob. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. I think the lesson you're going to learn is that you can do this anywhere in the world. I think I could throw a, a dart at a map and come up with the most obscure, random thing. And you are going to be able to take your skill set and bring it to Des Moines. Like, I think that you, I think what you're going to learn is that you have the skill set to craft these experiences anywhere in the world. Because before, I think you thought that the actual destination had to be the thing. And I think you're going to learn that it's not. And so everything is always working out for you. And in this pivot is where that growth is found, right? Yeah. And I think there's a couple of, there's a couple of things to highlight here. One is when you make the pivot to talk only about what you want, it is so easy to tell the story of, well, we were going to Marrakesh and we had it all worked out. And I spent the last five months working with somebody and it's, it would have been so amazing. No, talk only about what you want. What do I want? Do I want to tell the story of the Marrakesh event that didn't happen? No, I want to tell the story of the most amazing Cabo event that I'm going to have. So now all I'm talking about is how incredible that's going to be because 99% of all manifestations are completed vibrationally before you see any physical evidence of it. How about that? Hold right? on. Do you want to say that again? 99% of all manifestations are completed vibrationally before you see any physical evidence of it. Okay, so pause. 
So we talked about this before with vibration. This was my big key that I learned in manifesting in affirmations with Esther. So Abraham Hicks, we've talked about this in the past. It's worth repeating because you might've missed it the first 10 times I probably said it because maybe you weren't ready to hear it or maybe you heard it and it's a good review. But often people try to use manifestation or affirmations to get into the proper vibration, but that is the wrong thing to do. And I've been doing that for years. That's the wrong thing to do. You need to get into the vibration and then manifest or affirm from that place of high vibration. So what Rob is talking about is the manifestation is complete by the vibration that you're offering. So if you're offering the, oh shit, Marrakesh vibration, but you're going, but it's going to be amazing in Cabo, but your vibration is talking shit about Marrakesh, but you're trying, the words and the music have to line up. The vibration and the manifestation have to line up. Your 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 belly, your inner being, whatever, has to be in alignment. That is what alignment is. So when people talk about, I, I need to be in alignment, that is when your vibration matches your, your affirmation, your manifestation, and what you want. That is the alignment. You're literally aligning. If you can imagine, like two lines, look, I'm giving you a visual. Two lines coming. I've got two hands moving. And boom, they line up, right? When those two, when two things line up, that's it. That's the that's the combination. That's the lock. That's the unlock code. And so what Rob is saying is your vibration is determining your manifestation, not your words. It's not that, right? Yeah. And I would I would add to that the idea of belief around it. So you could very easily put together, and we're, we're, we're harping on Marrakesh and Cabo because they're good examples of this, and it's, it's real in our life. So I could have the belief that, uh, I could have the desire that I want to do a, an amazing trip in Cabo for this group. But if my belief and my desire are not in the same place, it's not going to work. So, so an expectation is where desire and belief are in the same place. And that's a challenge to do because a lot of times we can we can switch gears and go into, you know, money or your body, either one of those. You may have a desire to have a lot of money, but you don't have a belief that you're going to get it, or you may have a desire that you're going to have the bank. Repeat that repeat that quote again. An expectation is where desire and belief are in the same place. So your expectation, right? So your desire, what you want, but your belief, whether or not you can have it. And that's going to result in your expectation. Yeah, because it's it's usually easier. Like you can have, okay, I knew that I could have a multi-million dollar chiropractic office. I knew it. I knew it was a great chiropractor. I knew how to bring the services in. I knew that I could do it. Mm-hmm. Right? That's the belief. <laughs> but that desire, boy. I had no fucking desire. Okay? <laughs> yep. So that's the opposite of it. Yeah. That's not the case for most people because the desire for most people is the driver. So somebody somebody has the contrast, right? Mm -hmm. I looked at myself in the mirror. I don't like the way I look. There's the contrast. The desire is I want to have that body. Now the the belief. belief. Where's the belief? But I think on the other side too, that a lot of people have their... So I think they're desiring the wrong thing. So to go back to your chiropractic example, because I think it's a good one. Thank you. A lot of people, when you say, what do you want? The answer is money, right? 
That is that the desire? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. yeah. They, the answer, they're like, I want money. Mm-hmm. But then when you get into the job or the, the, the thing that you're doing to create the money and you don't actually enjoy it, and then you get the money and you realize that wasn't always cracked up to be, then you still don't like your life. And so I think this comes back to when we were, I don't remember if it was last week or the week before, but talking about your why. The desire has to be the desire for your life. What do you want your life to look like? What do do you enjoy doing? It's not... It's not necessarily the desire for the money or the desire for the success or the desire. Like it's got to go deeper than that. And I think that's where a lot of people kind of get switched up too is desire and belief. I mean, I ha- I'm, my company is filled with people that have desire to hit certain ranks, to create financial freedom, but they're lacking the belief. And the belief is where you can really, like you said, get get screwed up. So the desire and the belief definitely go hand in hand for sure. And I think people spend so much time on the negative, arguing for those limitations and, and the I can'ts, which arguing for your limitations is basically belief. It's lack of belief, right? So how do you get the belief? You stop arguing for those limitations. Mm-hmm. You start, you, well, you would say, or Esther would say to start general. Mm-hmm. And I think it's hard sometimes to start general because you have this desire for a specific thing, right? Give an example of starting general. Start, I don't know. I mean, starting general for you in this Marrakesh Mykonos thing could, or Marrakesh, wherever we're going, Cabo, mm-hmm. would be that you just want to create a great experience. So you're not specific about the location. You're not specific about the experience, but you just know that you can create a great, incredible experience that was so worthwhile for anyone to be there and life-changing and inspirational. Yeah, right? so so you start you start with this like super high 100,000 foot view. And, you know, I see a group of 20 people in my mind, I'm, you know, I'm visualizing in the morning, 20 people in my mind are, you know, together and everybody's hugging each other when they arrive and we're Hashtag having- COVID. <laughs> yeah, right. That's funny. Um, we're having our, uh, you know, our welcome dinner and everybody's laughing and I'm just seeing- With the, a mask on. With a mask on. <laughs> I'm just seeing the interaction. So super, super high level. And then once you start believing that and then fully, you, it's like that then first you get stop. deeper, yeah, right? It's so Start general, start with the open part of a funnel, right? Super wide, general, high level view. And once you begin to believe it, then you get more specific. Well, I'll tell and you, I'll tell you, I'll tell you why the general is working. It does it just, work. some, something just hit me. Yeah. The reason why the general works so well is because you are doing the first step, which is to ask for what you want. And when you ask for what you want, it's starting to form in the universe and it's starting to be sent to you. Now, how the how of what you want, how it's going to come to you, who the fuck knows? It can come from 87 different ways. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. I didn't know about Michael Jordan's planner mm-hmm. before this, but it appeared. But right? we played stupid idea but time. But we played stupid idea time because we did the first step, which is to ask for what you want. But we asked because we didn't know specifically. We asked for what we wanted more generally to help curate the, or to help create Create. the belief Mm -hmm. and to help the the vibrational forces, for lack of a better word, to start flowing to you, to unfold this amorphous blob of what you think, to slowly start to come into play. And and here's the interesting thing. When we stopped complaining about we couldn't go to Marrakesh and we switched 
our vibe. And we started talking about, okay, stupid idea time. Where in the world can we go? And then we started brainstorming and dreaming and thinking and looking up. Within 48 hours, we had flights booked to Cabo to check out this hotel, try out all the experiences and see what's going to be the best fit for the group. And we're like, we're going next week. So this is, it it literally just unfolded when we stopped talking about what we couldn't do and complaining. And we switched our vibe and only focused on the next step. And now, the next step, and the next step, now, and and now, now can, it's shifting. Okay, so you can look at Cabo and you can say, okay, well, you know, they they wanted to. They, they, this was the place that was available, so that's what they chose, and they decided to make the best of it. And so I understand that. But look at the thing in your life that you're wanting to pivot. It may not seem for you like it's incredibly obvious. So you play stupid idea time. Stupid idea time gives you the permission to get outside of the paradigm, the box that you're thinking in and go, well, what if, I know this sounds crazy. I know, I know this, this sounds is stupid, stupid, but what if we tried, and you might have to have 20 of those what ifs, right? But one of those stupid ideas are gonna come in. And then when it comes in, you're gonna be like, yeah, but I don't know exactly how I would even do that. Doesn't matter. Go general, go high. You can't, the what if hit you for a reason. You got an inspiration for a reason. You got an inkling, you got an inkling for a reason, right? Something hit you and go, well, if that did work, that might be cool, but I don't know exactly. Great, go general. Do you have an idea of how it could be? Yeah. And if it was the way you wanted it to be, what would that feel like? Just loosely, not like exactly, just loosely. And then sit with that. And then tomorrow morning you're gonna wake up and you go, oh, you know what? When I was sleeping last night, I thought of this thing and we could, we could, I'll give you a great example. So we come up with the idea of Cabo. We're like, we're going to go to Cabo. Well, wouldn't you know it? Kim has a connection for, from a friend who runs public relations for, guess where? A hotel in Cabo. And which hotel is it? It's the hotel that Michael Jordan stayed at. Well, you can't make that up. That's just the way that that thing worked out. So things start to move to you when you begin having those connections or or, uh, realizations. Yes, and it all stems to go back to what you said in that quote earlier. It all stems from the vibration that you're giving off. It all stems from that. So how do you raise the vibration, right? You go to the next best feeling. Um, I've talked about it before. There's the emotional guidance scale. There's a picture of it. You can put it in your phone and reference it. If you're feeling overwhelmed, if you're feeling um, angry, if you're feeling fearful, if you're feeling bored, whatever it is, go to that emotional guidance scale and how can you get to the next best feeling emotion and keep doing that, focusing on the positive And kids, this is how you pivot. This is how you take some part of your life that is sucking, something that you feel out of control, not okay, whatever it is, and you can take it, play stupid idea time, flip it on its its head. Mm. Say that three times fast and then manifest a shit out of it. That's what I'm gonna say. All right, well, listen, if you have something that you wanna play stupid idea time on and you want a second set of ears, go to work hard, play hard, coaching. Dot com. Fill out an application and we will do a discovery call together and I'll see if my coaching is a good fit for you. And if you're thinking about, hey, this Cabo idea sounds pretty dope, as the kids say, I want to be a part of it, go to workhardplayhardexperience.com, fill out an application and we'll jump on a call to see if this is a good fit for you. That's it. Have a wonderful week, everybody, and we'll see you next week. 
All right. Thanks for listening. If you love this episode and you know someone that needs some help in either stepping up their work hard game or their play hard game, it would mean the world to me if you shared this podcast with them to help me get this movement out there. So if you like what you heard, head on over to iTunes, take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and I will be forever grateful. So until the next episode, excuses are over. It's time to live.